Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Michael Strogoff perceived that his horse, tired out, was on the point of succumbing, he halted at one of these wretched hamlets, and there, forgetting his own fatigue, he himself rubbed the wounds of the poor animal with hot grease according to the Siberian custom. Then he gave him a good feed, and it was only after he had well groomed and provided for him that he thought of himself, and recruited his strength by a hasty meal of bread and meat and a glass of kvass. One hour afterwards, or at the most two, he resumed with all speed the interminable road to Irkutsk. On the 30th of July, at four o'clock in the afternoon, Michael Strogoff, insensible of every fatigue, arrived at Ilamsk. There it became necessary to give a night's rest to his horse. The brave animal could no longer have continued the journey. At Ilamsk, as indeed elsewhere, there existed no means of transport. For the same reasons as at the previous villages, neither carriages nor horses were to be had. Michael Strogoff resigned himself therefore to pass the night at Ilamsk, to give his horse twelve hours rest. He recalled the instructions which had been given to him at Moscow, to cross Siberia incognito, to arrive at Irkutsk, but not to sacrifice success to the rapidity of the journey, and consequently it was necessary that he should husband the sole means of transport which remained to him. On the morrow, Michael Strogoff left Ilamsk at the moment when the first Tartar scouts were signaled ten versts behind upon the road to the Baraba, and he plunged again into the swampy region. The road was level, which made it easy, but very tortuous, and therefore long. It was impossible, moreover, to leave it, and to strike a straight line across that impassable network of pools and bogs. On the next day, the 1st of August, eighty miles farther, Michael Strogoff arrived at midday at the town of Spasko, and at two o'clock he halted at Pokrovsko. His horse, jaded since his departure from Ilamsk, could not have taken a single step more. There Michael Strogoff was again compelled to lose, for necessary rest, the end of that day and the entire night, but starting again on the following morning, and still traversing the semi-inundated soil, on the 2nd of August, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, after a stage of 50 miles, he reached Kamsk. The country had changed. This little village of Kamsk lies, like an island, habitable and healthy, in the midst of the uninhabitable district. It is situated in the very center of the Baraba. The immigration caused by the Tartar invasion had not yet depopulated this little town of Kamsk. Its inhabitants probably fancied themselves safe in the center of the Baraba, whence at least they thought they would have time to flee if they were directly menaced. 
Michael Strogoff, although exceedingly anxious for news, could ascertain nothing at this place. It would have been rather to him that the governor would have addressed himself had he known who the pretended merchant of Irkutsk really was. Kamsk, in fact, by its very situation, seemed to be outside the Siberian world and the grave events which troubled it. Besides, Michael Strogoff showed himself little, if at all. To be unperceived was not now enough for him, he would have wished to be invisible. The experience of the past made him more and more circumspect in the present and the future. Therefore he secluded himself, and not caring to traverse the streets of the village, he would not even leave the inn in which he had halted. As for his horse, he did not even think of exchanging him for another animal. He had become accustomed to this brave creature. He knew to what extent he could rely upon him. In buying him at Omsk he had been lucky, and in taking him to the postmaster the generous Muzhik had rendered him a great service. Besides, if Michael Strogoff had already become attached to his horse, the horse himself seemed to become inured, by degrees, to the fatigue of such a journey, and provided that he got several hours of repose daily, his rider might hope that he would carry him beyond the invaded provinces. So, during the evening and night of the 2nd of August, Michael Strogoff remained confined to his inn, at the entrance of the town, which was little frequented and out of the way of the importunate and curious. Exhausted with fatigue, he went to bed after having seen that his horse lacked nothing, but his sleep was broken. What he had seen since his departure from Moscow showed him the importance of his mission. The rising was an extremely serious one, and the treachery of Ogareff made it still more formidable. And when his eyes fell upon the letter bearing upon it the authority of the imperial seal, the letter which, no doubt, contained the remedy for so many evils, the safety of all this war-ravaged country, Michael Strogoff felt within himself a fierce desire to dash on across the steppe, to accomplish the distance which separated him from Irkutsk as the crow would fly it, to be an eagle that he might overtop all obstacles, to be a hurricane that he might sweep through the air at a hundred versts an hour, and to be at last face to face with the Grand Duke, and to exclaim, Your Highness, from His Majesty the Tsar. On the next morning at six o'clock, Michael Strogoff started off again. Thanks to his extreme prudence, this part of the journey was signalized by no incident whatever. At Ubinsk he gave his horse a whole night's rest, for he wished on the next day to accomplish the hundred versts which lie between Ubinsk and Ikulsko without halting. He started therefore at dawn, but unfortunately the Baraba proved more detestable than ever. In fact, between Ubinsk and Kamakore, the very heavy rains of some previous weeks were retained by this shallow depression as in a water-tight bowl. There was, for a long distance, no break in the succession of swamps, pools, and lakes. One of these lakes, large enough to warrant its geographical nomenclature, Chang, Chinese in name, had to be coasted for more than twenty versts, and this with the greatest difficulty. Hence certain delays occurred, which all the impatience of Michael Strogoff could not avoid. He had been well advised in not taking a carriage at Kamsk, for his horse passed places which would have been impracticable for a conveyance on wheels. In the evening, at nine o'clock, Michael Strogoff arrived at Ikulsko, and halted there overnight. In this remote village of the Baraba news of the war was utterly wanting. From its situation, this part of the province, lying in the fork formed by the two Tartar columns which had bifurcated, one upon Omsk and the other upon Tomsk, had hitherto escaped the horrors of the invasion. 
but the natural obstacles were now about to disappear for if he experienced no delay michael strogoff should on the morrow be free of the baraba and arrive at kolyvan there he would be within eighty miles of tomsk he would then be guided by circumstances and very probably he would decide to go around tomsk which if the news were true was occupied by feofar khan but if the small towns of Ikulsko and Karguinsk, which he passed on the next day, were comparatively quiet, owing to their position in the Baraba, was it not to be dreaded that, upon the right banks of the Obi, Michael Strogoff would have much more to fear from man? It was probable. However, should it become necessary, he would not hesitate to abandon the beaten path to Irkutsk. To journey then across the steppe he would, no doubt, run the risk of finding himself without supplies there would be in fact no longer a well-marked road still there must be no hesitation finally towards half-past three in the afternoon michael strogoff left the last depressions of the baraba and the dry and hard soil of siberia rang out once more beneath his horse's hoofs he had left moscow on the fifteenth of july therefore on this day the fifth of august including more than seventy hours lost on the banks of the irtish twenty days had gone by since his departure one thousand miles still separated him from irkutsk end of book one chapter fifteen Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.